Hi, this is Poster Girl. Welcome to Bandwives, a show about the wives, lovers, and significant others and the musicians they love, hate, and tolerate. But mostly, it's about their lives, interests, and passions. This is the stage for those of us off stage, the biggest fans, the ones always there in the background. Poster Girl here. Recently, I was on Sandy Carlton's podcast, Big Sound Small Town. And after the interview, he surprised me and interviewed me for my podcast. I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. All right, I'm here today in the Earl Scruggs Center. I'm here with Lynn Faree. She's, uh, well, she's of many fames. Um, uh, Poster Girl, uh, podcast creator of uh, Band Wives and Beyond. Somehow I have coerced her <laughs> to talking about being a band wife. Yes. And in case you do not know, uh, her husband, okay, Chris, I, I'm sorry, buddy, but, you know, here we go. <laughs> uh, she, she, she is the wife of Chris Faree, of Chris Faree and Madison Crow. Although Chris had been semi-famous before. He's had his moments. He's had his moments. He's, <laughs> he's been a musician for a long time, so she's had a... Life, I think. <laughs> yeah, he, yes. And so she has the full mm-hmm. inside dope of a lifelong... Uh, of a lifelong musician. Yeah. And so how long have you known Chris? Um, Chris first asked me out for a date in 1989. Yeah, she got a lot of good stuff. Yeah. So she can tell you about, really, a lot of people have been short-term band-wise. Yeah, no, I'm long-term. Yeah, she's a long-term <laughs> one. So you're going to get the skinny on what is really true about, and I'm not, as a podcaster, I will ask the questions that Lynn won't ask because she's a sweetheart. She won't ask her people that. So, um does it suck living with a musician? No, it doesn't suck living with a musician. There's um, so before I met Chris, I was just you know a radio girl. What did I know about music? I didn't know anything about music hardly. Um, just whatever came on, whatever station I was listening to at the moment in time. Um, but since I've met Chris, right? I don't know. Um, what albums are what? Right. He he introduced me to the mixtape. Yes. In yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and then the mix CD. Yeah. And now, thank God for for Spotify. Yeah, exactly. Whatever I fucking want to listen to. <laughs> Which <laughs> probably directs you right back to the same stuff that he set you up with. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so when he was a kid, he he was very much an artist um and if anybody knows anything about his family his nephew is josh they also call peanut who is he was an amazing artist and chris was a pretty good artist whenever he was young but then he always said when he turned 15 he discovered music and he used to draw the album covers and then he quit doing that because he was just listening to the music um and that's when he saved up enough money to get a bass and learn how to play the bass oh god i did not know he had a 
a basis in the base. I'm sorry, yes. Chris. I'm sorry, buddy. He does. He does. He's, he has. He's That's the, we have that. We have that in common. <laughs> I never wanted to be a bass player. It just worked out that way. Yeah. Well, I think he liked it because it gave him the opportunity to create whatever he wanted to create. But usually, the basis is not always the person that's the most. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Like none. No, no, no. You know, you go down the list of of (laughs) the ones that people want to be associated with. The bass is only ahead of the drummer, and that can be debatable. Sometimes, if the drummer wears if the drummer wears a shirt, the bass player is above him. If the drummer doesn't wear a shirt, then the bass player drops to the bottom. Twirling the sticks. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. If if he's twirling (laughs) the sticks, I'm sorry, bass player, you just dropped another notch. You know. Um, but sometimes I don't think people realize that the bass player or, you know, that person is, um, there's so much more to being a musician and being in a band and creating music that that you don't get. And um, actually, I always call Chris a, um, really, he's a songwriter and a producer. Sure. He's become a performer because of where where we live and it gives him an opportunity to put his music out there um, in ways that he never would have been able to a long time ago. Um, but he's really, he's really a songwriter and a producer. And a singer. I mean, truthfully, at, truthfully, mm-hmm. Chris is a singer. Yeah. He's a, I mean, I mean, is, is very, yeah. Eric says, um, what does he say? He says the vocal acrobatics of Chris Ferry and what, he means and what he's saying is that Chris does put some kind of weird spin yeah, he on, does. on how he phrases things. Sure and he does. And um, people who don't know, it just seems like people are singing a song or, or playing a song or they've just sort of come up with that. I think it's a cover. Well, I do in Chris's, in Chris's defense, you know, I think people forget or, or slide past the fact that he is really a fine singer because they see him as a front man in a band and as amazingly uh, semi-Jethro Tull. Yes. You know, I mean, he's kind of noted for his uh, yeah. his flute playing. Yeah, yeah. the double flutes, with, war pony. Which, which he will tell you, which he will tell you is as much a blessing yeah, it is. and a curse as you can have, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's either, it's either, you know, we've had that talk about, yeah. you know, is it a good thing? Well, of course it is. It is. But sometimes he has his doubts of whether it's the, a good thing. I tell him all the time, it's like, you know, um, your heritage, like even down to the sure. point of playing the flute. Right. And he plays Native American. Yes, he does. He does. Um, but not but not all. I, I want people yeah. to know this, too, before we go any farther. Medicine Crow does not play just Native American yeah. music. I mean, they're they're a complete band. They're a very very good band. Mm-hmm. That is an element that is in his well, it's in his whole life. So of course, it's in his music. It is. But but do not think if you're if you're hearing this, do not put that in your head that you're going. That's what you're hiring. You know, no. you're hiring a complete band that is very good. Yes, yes, you are, and a complete band that has influences from all sure. over. Um, I remember him telling me. So one of the first, because his dad always bought records, right? Is, is um, 
one of the things that he got from his father is his basis, his like foundation. Right, his foundation. So, um, what is it? Uh, oh, what a night. Who was it? Frankie Valley. Yeah, Frankie Valley. Frankie yeah. Valley. That was one of the first ones. And then the other thing he always told me that I always thought was so funny, his dad bought Alice Cooper. Huh. I never cry. But on the flip side was Alice Cooper's song Go to Hell. That's the one Chris listened to. Of course it his is. Dad listened to of course. <laughs> I'll never cry song. So that's sort of um where all of that sparked for him. But um yes, they are a complete band. They it's not just um native flute but it is definitely an intricate part of who he is and sure it is. how he um, approaches life he and i have had talks about is that a good thing for me or a bad thing you know i mean does that limit some of my jobs probably it probably does but and that's the thing i i will tell chris you know are you are you uh, this is terrible chris but you know you're getting older I mean, it's not like you're looking to bust a chop top of the charts. So if that's not the case anymore, why do you even care? You know? I think with musicians, I mean, with everybody, anybody who um, creates it, it doesn't matter if you make a kabillion dollars or if you're just sitting in your basement or your side room creating something, I think it's something that you guys have to get out. Well, hey, if you get into music, for anything but the music, you'll you'll be really disappointed. Yes, and you will quit. Yeah. It's got to be about the music. I mean, if it's not, I'll, even even people that make it famous, it's about the music. That's the perk of, of getting famous is the the money. Yes, but it's still even at the highest level a traveling second slash third shift job where you're gone from your family. Mm-hmm. And you sleep in motels. I mean, it's not, you know, for everyone that has not ever done this, take it from me. It is not the greatest thing in the world. It's not. Um, actually, another band wife not too long ago, um, I saw had posted on Facebook things that you don't know about marrying a musician. Sure. One of the things was schlepping in the equipment at the beginning of the show. Uh-huh. The equipment out. After the show and eat your dinner at two o'clock in the morning. Well, okay. <laughs> I don't do that. My thoughts I have about decided that. Oh yeah, you that's cut not it. My part of yeah. Oh, also, okay, we'll go with that. You've been a band wife a long time, so so you've heard all the stuff. Yeah. Your job is to go have fun and get the hell out of there. Oh, you know, I mean, that's and it. Hopefully, get everybody else having fun. True, true, but but yeah, I mean, you do work up the crowd. That's part of your job. I mean. Most people don't have that, but that is one of the pluses of having Lynn Faree as um, <laughs> your wife. She will pump up your show. Yeah. You know, I know that actually band wives uh-huh. can be really, no, wait, this is not going to sound great act, you know, gr- great parts of the band itself. Yes. I take a guy like, um, Michael Reno Harrell. Okay. Joan, his wife, is his booking agent. She does everything for him. Yeah. And she told me, and this is a wonderful thing. I know a lot of women will not like this when I say this. This is probably not politically correct. But she says, I believe in my artist. I believe in Michael Reno Harrell. Yeah. 
Yes. And I do everything in life so that he has time to create his art. You know, I think that's that's ama- that's exactly what, and she's choosing to do that. She is choosing to do that, and she learned. I mean, he started out with a band. She kind of learned to cut that out, you know, to save money. She learned what his booking agent did, and she took it over. Mm-hmm. She's dedicated to him. She believes in him. There's another guy too, uh-huh. uh, Walter Finley. Walter and April Dawn just won the Carolina Country Music. Duo of the Year Award. Oh, wow. That's hard to say. At the House of Blues in Myrtle Beach this past week. April does everything she can do to promote Walter. That's exactly what a band wife is. She is the person, or he is the person behind. He, yeah, we got to say there are he's too. There are. There are he's. Um, behind the Poor guy. person that's standing out there on the stage or the person that's standing out there on the stage. And, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with what you, and people shouldn't give her um, hell for anything. I mean, she's doing what she wants to do and she's promoting her man the way that she wants to promote him. And I think that's a, that's, that is what we do. But there's plenty of room in there for support without doing that. I mean, yes, there is. I mean, there, there is. are times where without a doubt, you have to have agents without a, Without a doubt, you may believe in what he's done, but you've heard it a bazillion times, you know, yes. and you're going to go and enjoy it or not even go at all if you don't feel yes. like because there it's no longer, days. yeah, there's <laughs> no longer new, you know, you've heard, and a lot of times you've heard it from the bottom up. I mean, yeah. you heard the songs being created, which is kind of really a cool part of it. It's very cool. Part to, to see, yeah, it is. I agree with that part. We'll agree with that. When you live with someone that is creative and you get to see the creative process, I'm sorry people has never lived with that. You really miss a beautiful thing in life. You know, by the same token, you also miss the three o'clock in the morning when that idea comes to them (laughs) and they're up and they're like, "Uh, I got to get this down and I won't remember it if I don't. And it's three o'clock in the morning. I got to go to work tomorrow, Chris. You know, I mean, I'm going to work. You're up here trying to write a song. I can generally sleep through most anything, so it's not. No, it's those, good for you. Times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the things that, that he does is like read this or look at this or whatever, and I'm like, oh, it's it's great. It's all great. It's all fabulous. Wait, 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 wait. He bounces stuff off of you. Yes, he does. I mean, he bounces. Chris bounces stuff off of everybody. Oh well, this um, is true. You have to do that. You do, and he's one of these people that. In creating anything that he does, he will try everything. Right. And say, what about this? What about this? Can I add this? Should I take away this? What about in in and sometimes I'm <laughs> I I love it because it's part of what I love about him. Actually, Summer Kiever and I talked about this that the stuff that you're going, oh my God, why are you asking me this again? But if you took that away, then all of a sudden it's not the man that you love. Um, but he asks me what about this or if I added this or what if I added that or if I did this or whatever, I, that stuff goes like, well, well, let me ask you this. Is it hard to say, no, Chris, that sucks. Um, I do tell him when I don't like it. Okay. Well, I do like that. I mean, I do, I do like that in a, in a, in a music wife. I do think that, that being, 
truthful. And sometimes I think you get jaded over the years. Yeah, that's great. You know, or yeah, that's good. Yeah. You know, I mean, it is easy to say, oh, yes, and you're great. You know, yeah. you know, it's, it's an easy answer. But, you know, I also value, no, God, that sucks, man. What are you thinking? Don't do it in that key. That's the wrong key. Yeah. You know, sometimes I don't know it enough from like, sometimes I don't know what it is that I don't like. Right. I can just say mm. something's wrong with yeah. it. Yeah. This is not quite right. I don't really like it. So you, you do it. I don't care. Whatever. So you can <laughs> so so you can give Chris negative feedback. Yeah. Yes, I can. Because he would tell you that I can give him negative. But well, I mean, I mean, that's a great thing because you know. <laughs> okay, we're going to this about okay. musicians. You live with one. Know. You know, they got fragile ass egos. Chris is not an egotistical person. That's great. You're, you're lucky. I'm way more egotistical Partic- than Chris is. Particularly for singers. You know about singers. Yeah. I mean, singers. <sighs> I just, oh, we'll skip okay. this part. No, <laughs> we're not skipping anything. Go I, ahead. I just had a singer who got his feelings hurt a little bit towards me uh-huh. because I made a slightly okay. negative comment. Okay. He's unfriended me and the bad thing is uh-huh. I am not always right. No, but it's your opinion sometimes. No, I'm right in this case. Well, <laughs> okay. So I but but I mean it, but I mean it's hard. But then I also realized that he is a singer. Yes. And I have played in bands since I was in the eighth grade, yeah, my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. So I've been around a lot of singers, yeah, I've been around a lot. and I've been a singer a lot. Mm-hmm. So um, generally, I have a pretty good finger on the pulse of singers. Okay, well, probably all of musicians, but particularly singers. Yeah, and um, even from your podcast, sure, your podcast oh yeah, oh yeah, um, giving you sure a whole lot more insight. And singers are fragile guys. I mean, and songwriters are double fragile (laughs) because I will tell I will tell everyone on this podcast Mm -hmm. that as a songwriter, I could stand naked in front of everybody in Shelby easier than I can do a new song for someone I care about. Not, 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 not people that I don't know. Strangers, big deal. Mm -hmm. But for someone I care about. It is hard for me to do a new song. And when you do a song mm-hmm. and you put it out there, mm-hmm. you have emptied your whole soul, your whole work. It is. If it That's does true. not go as you expect, uh-huh. it's a hard lesson. It is a hard lesson. It is. Chris is pretty good about that kind of stuff. Um, but he also knows me pretty well, too, and he knows he knows what I like or what I don't like or in, in, in can kind of, yeah, I guess sort of, um, put in perspective yeah. what I say, because I do try to say, you know what? I can understand why other people would like it. It's right. my cup of tea. Exactly. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. That's pretty cool. And now if he, he did something specifically for me and I know the times that he, um, I know the times that he, this is something that's super personal. Um, he's, he's probably, he might kill me for saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Oh, here you he go, Chris. Once in a while, he says, damn, 
damn, I wish I didn't care about my craft, or I wish I didn't sure. care about. I, I wish I didn't have any. Um, uh, I wish I wish I didn't care about the. I can't even think of the word. The word is, but because he, he could write just about anything. Sure, yeah, I understand that. Um, but he really considers it way more a piece of himself and I can tell whenever something is more of a piece right. of him and that of course that gives a different and then if he writes it about me what's not to like oh, okay so yeah I mean <laughs> that, okay that is one of the good parts about that you know writing a song for someone if there's a better um, if there's a better thing that you can give a woman than writing a song to her I've yet to see it there's not, there's not. not a fucking thing. There's not. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Flowers suck compared to a song. <laughs> the best panty dropper yeah. is a song written about you. I agree it is. I mean, I mean, <laughs> and you realize also that is one of the reasons early on mm -hmm. songwriters become songwriters. Oh, I'm sure. You know, because uh, you know I, okay, I should not say this. You realize you can you could you can use one song written about one person over and over it's and true. over again. It's true. And dedicate it towards that person. It is true. And it works the same. Every time. Every time. There's, Chris did write the first song that he wrote specifically for me. Um, he had like somebody write it out and calligraphy and all that kind right. of stuff. And I have it framed. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, that's really cool. I, he probably doesn't even know this, but I do look at that, not necessarily every, I look at it every day because it's there, but um, there are some days that I like stop and look and like, yeah, okay, I got the, I got the will to live, to go on through the day <laughs> because right. this person is, is over here and this is what he thinks of me. <laughs> Chris Free, if you don't hang on to this woman, you're a damn fool. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also, also, it is good that you realize that. Yeah. I mean, you realize that many people live with people who write things for them, who yeah. who create art, and they're really not appreciative of what they do. I mean, I would tell you, mm -hmm. that, okay, mm -hmm. as a musician, this is the take. Okay. And I will use a local person that I know, and I will not name him. Okay. Name the person. But... Everyone wants to be with a musician until they're with a musician for a while. Okay, right. You know, they come in late. Yes. Mm -hmm. Not anymore, but used to you come in smelling like smoke. Just, unless, you, unless you're playing in South Carolina. Sure. And then you don't come in at all until the next day. <laughs> but, but you know, it's, it's um, yeah, this has been great, but, honey, you got to choose between me and music. Mm -hmm. So that happens a lot. So I know a guy here here who chose to give up music. Okay. So some time goes by. And so he tells his wife he's taking a class at uh -huh. uh, the community college. Okay. But he's going and jamming with a band. And then he has a special project he has to do on a Friday night, Saturday night, something yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. Well, then she catches him. Oh. And he said, she says, you know, you're, you're cheating on me with the band. Okay. And you're going to have to make a choice. Mm -hmm. 
It's the band or me. You know the answer, right? I sure am. I sure am going to miss you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's, that is the case more often than someone with you who goes who goes the course. Yeah. I mean, I mean, because it's not the easiest thing in the world. Musicians are quirky too. Before I forget it, Chris, they are different people. They are different. They, are different. they have their quirks that other people don't have. Yeah. You're not getting Chris to the country club. No. You know, sure in the hell not getting him in any anything other than like a t-shirt. Exactly. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, then that's where we're going with this. You know, it takes a special person to be a a band wife because it would probably be easier for you to go find ex band wives. <laughs> I have approached that. I mean, I mean, and that's not that's not too bad because um, that's not a bad approach because then you get yeah, you don't want to be married to a musician. Do you realize? Yeah, no, there's nothing good about it. Plus, he's a singer. Understand where we're yes. going with this one right now? Yes, go ahead. Okay. You know, women are attracted to a singer. Yeah, I know. There is nothing. I know. I mean, I mean, it is. It, are sexy. It, yeah, they are. I mean, I mean, you know, so you have to live with that too, which can be, even though, Chris, I'm, I'm standing up for you, brother. Um, He's a good guy. Chris is a good guy. Very good man. That's not going to happen. However, it's always there. It is always. Yeah. It, Chris would tell you a lie if he said that women did not hit on him. He's a singer. Now, admittedly, Chris, <laughs> you're going to smack me for this one. You're aging a bit, but you're still a singer. Yes, he is. You know, which I learned at the age of 60-something, a guitar, or okay, I'm 70, 71, okay? You know a musical <laughs> instrument is not the aphrodisiac that it used to be. You reach a certain point, everybody thinks he's a cool grandpa. Really? <laughs> yeah, you okay. do. It happens. It happens. It does. You know? But I expect in your, your case, Chris, uh, that's still not happening yet. Not yet. But Lynn is good. I mean, again, you need to hold on this woman. Um, uh, but you are aware of that. I mean, that is one of the that is one of the bad parts of living with a front man. You you know what's there, right? Or am I telling you something it new? Could, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it is. But it, so here's here's the thing. We can go back a little bit of history here. That um, we. You don't ask this stuff on your show. <laughs> I'm not asked it yet. <laughs> um, but I'm an asshole. That's right. <laughs> anything you want. Um, but he also knows that he can ask me of anything. True. He can ask anything of me. Sure. He can ask, um, and I'm, I'm always up for experimentation. Sure. Oh, I know where we're going with this. I love it. I, Always, I mean, you better keep this. I'm not not afraid of any of that. So, I don't care if you know if it happens. It it is a compliment. I mean, it is a compliment. You realize that? Yes, I do. I I mean, it's not like it's the thing about marrying a. I speak from from experience. It is the thing about having a attractive person in your life, male or female. Yes. You realize that comes with having an attractive person. Yeah. If you do not, you will not last long. I mean, in in a relationship. Right. If you're married to someone that that is attractive and people desire, 
If you do not realize that they are okay. and have learned to accept it, right. you will no longer be there. Right. I mean, it's a, it's a part. It's There's not a really kind way of saying this, but if no one is interested in your spouse, male or female, uh -huh. <laughs> you're not going to be interested either. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, and, and why is that? You know, and it's always to better. It's always better from my perspective to have someone that everyone is interested in yes. than someone no one is interested in. That's true. It's a trade-off, though. It you is, got to learn to it balance is a it. Trade-off, and it is a balance, and um, that. That kind of stuff doesn't bother me at all. Good. Um, and <laughs> is it a turn on? Is it a turn on that other people might be attracted to Chris? Yes. Okay. I mean, you ain't asking that. I haven't asked that question yet, but, but you may. Into that. True. I, as I always say to people that I talk to, there's there's no rules. You can talk about. Yeah, exactly. You, you can. Um, That's the beautiful thing about a podcast. You know, we're, okay, we'll go with this. Okay. You are probably mm -hmm. the only female podcaster anywhere around here. Really? Yeah. Oh. Okay, Sherry Lynch doesn't count. She's a radio personality. Yeah. yeah. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, well, she became a podcaster. Like, after being, after, yes, yeah, sure. Radio. But, I mean, you're, you're actually, um, uh -huh. you know, you're, you're setting standards, playing on new grounds by being a podcaster. A female podcaster, you know. Fabulous. It, it is because there's, um, of course, as I always say, any idiot can be a podcaster, you know. But <laughs> Thank it, God. But, but, it, ta <laughs> but it, ta it takes guts, you know, and it takes ideas, and you have to, um, you know, you have to work at it more than people believe. You do. You really do. So. And, um, people just don't, I don't think people... It's too scary. For it's scary. It is scary. So, I mean, it's a little bit nerve wracking. I mean, I can't. It is. That, but, it is. Um, but, but it's, it's like anything else. It is. Same thing as going to a party and having a conversation with. And and that's how you have to. Party. Yeah. If you have, that's what it has to be. It has to be. If you want listeners, all right, podcast listeners. If you want listeners, you got to be real about it. You do. You got to 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 make it fun for people to listen to. Yes. You have to have guests like Lynn who will come in here and bear her soul pretty much. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm willing to tell it all. And she is pretty good about, I will give her credit. She has come in and, and really laid it out about how it is to be a band wife. Mm -hmm. But now, in her case, she likes being a band wife. I do. You know? I, I wouldn't choose anything else. I, I cannot imagine. Oh yeah, I was living with. Sure, you're, you're taking it there. Not imagine living my life with a fucking banker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, bankers, you guys, if you're listening. Yeah, great, I got, I got no problems with it, but it's not, it's not, it's not for me. And um, I, uh, anyway, there you go. Yeah, uh, you're digging your. Go ahead, keep digging out of that hole, Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> dig out of that hole. I'll dig it out. I'll dig it out for you. Okay, okay bankers. Yeah, you guys got some money. You guys have got some. You got some. Then there is a lot of women who like that. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of men and women like that. But you know, it's not my wife. No, it's not me. 
and it takes a special person to live with a musician. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 this is my theory. Okay. I've told people this several times on the podcast, and I'm going to tell you. Okay. I don't know what kind of deity you believe in. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter to me. This is not really my take on things so much as this is it. Mm-hmm. Two people get free passes into heaven if there is a heaven. Right. A band spouse and a sound man. <laughs> a sound man. <laughs> I mean, those are two people that get free passes <laughs> because God knows how hard it is to live with to, to live with a musician or to be a sound man. Rest of you can go to hell on your own, but they get free passes. <laughs> no questions asked. No questions out. You get there and you see Peter, if that's what you believe, and he goes, oh, you were a band spouse. That's the thing at yeah. Disney where you get, like, you get to go in front of the line. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get to cut the line. Yeah, yeah, you do. I mean, I mean, because for every good thing that Lynn has said about musicians, there's a lot of bad part about it too, but in her case, she loves even the bad part of it. So, yeah, I do. She's she's an exception to the rule. Thank you. And how long have you guys been married? So we got married in 1991. So what is that? What I'm what I what I am on is you're on the way to heaven. I'm only 39. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, keep with stay with that. She got married when she's like fourteen. This is we live in the South, you know. I mean, she's probably Chris's cousin if you want to know the truth of it. No, my parents didn't grow up here. To be <laughs> okay, honest. Okay, we okay. know that. Didn't happen. Okay, all right, all right. So she's an unusual band wife. <laughs> no, no, you know, I'm joking. I'm joking. Anyway, so. Lynn, I, I really appreciate you bearing your soul. Well, thank you. You, you did a really good job. Um, uh, you got a, you got a good podcast. Thank you. And uh, I enjoy it. You know, so this is your podcast from mm-hmm. your own show. Thank you for this. Have a great day, y'all. All right. Thanks for listening to Bandwise. Look for our next episode. Until then, this is Poster Girl wishing you a beautiful, badass life.